Welcome to the Soul Summit Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Levesque. I'm here to bridge the gap for women in the outdoors, build a community of adventure junkies, and roll out your weekly dose of positive vibes. With almost two decades in the health and fitness world and an untamable passion for hunting and the outdoors, my mission is to help you live a bucket list life and move boldly in the direction of your dreams. Meet us here weekly as I connect with like-minded men and women to discuss health and mindset, accountability, life and entrepreneurship, as well as all things hunting and epic untold stories. This podcast is brought to you by Wilderness Athlete, high quality supplements for rugged individuals. Wilderness Athlete has been making the best supplements that will give you an edge in the wilderness, the gym, and life for the last 17 years. Head to wildernessathlete.com to see their products and use the code no excuses to save money and support you on your way to your best health. Also brought to you by Baku e-bikes. Baku is building top quality e-bikes, helping you get farther and enjoy the hunt. Find more at baku.com. That's B-A-K-C-O-U.com. You can use the code HerOutdoorJourney to save a few hundred dollars on your new electric bike. South Dakota is expanding pheasant hunting's horizons and giving sportswomen a greater voice in the field. The connection to nature, the adrenaline of the hunt, the satisfaction of eating the game you bag. Hunting is our shared legacy. Everyone is welcome to enjoy it. Go to huntthegreatestsd.com to hear stories from women who hunt and learn what makes South Dakota the world's pheasant capital. That's huntthegreatestsd.com. South Dakota, sportswomen welcome. Coming in hot, just me, Courtney, showing up today to record a solo episode. Just a little bit to say on this holiday. First and foremost, uh, hopefully everybody is enjoying this season. I do recognize that the holidays can be a little bit hard for people, so um, definitely being mindful of that. But I wanted to pop in today and just say hi, touch base, and give a little feel good Um, Not to fluff you up, but to really just impress upon you that good things are coming, good things are happening, and despite whatever season has been unfolding for you, there are some really positive good things in the works. So I am just showing up today to say Merry Christmas if that's what you celebrate, Happy Holidays. Um, I truly hope that this finds you well. You may notice that I sound like a teenage boy today. I am again fighting another cold. Um, So this is what you get today. Hopefully I won't be sniffing in your ear too much. Um, But at the end of every year, I think it's pretty common for us to to not only start feeling a little bit of intrinsic pressure or these internal thoughts of assessing where you are, did I do enough? Did I hit the goals I wanted to do? Um, Or maybe you're not being super conscious of those thoughts, but you're thinking about kind of where you are now. And if you're happy or not, I think the last couple of years have been pretty hard on most people. And even outside of the pandemic and the virus, um, we're now living in a society, in my opinion, that's just bombarded with a lot of noise, a lot of opinion, um, the highlights, you know, those things can add up. And honestly, for me, this is like no exception to the end of a year, I do start thinking again about moving forward and my goals, what I want to, you know, really just take inventory on where I'm at and where I'm growing. And for myself, 
personally, I'm one of those people who does not do well with stagnation. I am not in my best place when I feel like I'm not growing or learning or developing as an individual. And I think that's something I'm really realizing in the last couple of years, although I've spent a lot of time really trying to dive into my own personal growth and understanding my habits and my choices and where my mindset defaults to go. Um, I also just realized I'm not really in a place professionally or personally where growth is just naturally happening. And, you know, that's kind of funny to say, because at the same time, I think the last year and a half specifically has really forced a lot of us to become more adaptable human beings to um, whether we like it or not, kind of cope with the changes that are forced upon us, whether you were, you know, forced to be your child's educator because of school closures or you were put in a position where you had to, you know, choose um, to do something for your health or not for your health, for your job, um, or maybe you had to relocate. There's just so many things going on right now where <clears throat> we're kind of forced into a corner. And, um, you know, so there's been a lot of growth, I think, for many people, whether it was something that we chose or wanted or not. Um, but really, I guess what I'm diving into myself is, although I've become a little bit more adaptable, sure, um, although I've become a little bit more mindful that nobody knows what's going to happen tomorrow. And, you know, there's this, you know, kind of funny saying, like, nothing, nothing disappoints me anymore, nothing surprises me more. And I don't think that that could be any further for the truth. Um, specifically speaking for myself and my family in our situation, I'm really just almost not surprised by anything anymore, which also I don't necessarily feel like is a super healthy place to be because, you know, we can almost get stuck into this spiral of, oh yeah, here it comes again, or of course this is going to happen, or of course that didn't work out, or, you know, there's just so much kind of negativity that's just rolling around right now that I think it's easy to... um cling to that to have that become your your first natural reaction is more of a negative thinking and circling back to the end of this year and like looking within and for myself and my growth um i'm really trying to work forward in undoing that knee slap reaction or that knee jerk reaction to seeing the negative or oh of course this is happening or you know of course that didn't work out because that's just this you know, era that we're in. So my biggest thing in moving forward is that I really want to undo those negative patterns for myself. And I've been diving into a bunch of really good books um, that I'm actually going to leave in the um, show notes for this short podcast episode for today, <clears throat> only because I know I'm not alone. And you might be listening to this going, you know, hey, that's not me. And that's fantastic. Share that positivity. If you're in a good, good place like that, and you can share that with other people, because I do really feel like a lot of people are struggling with seeing the positive light that's coming out of any situation that's going on right now. So in moving forward, my inventory self check is on really just how my mindset handles things because there's so much out of our control right now that I think it's really important. Um, and I had this conversation with my 15 year old son yesterday, um, dealing with like yesterday was Christmas Eve Eve, and some 
um, I'm not going to get into it, but some family things were going on that he was just really feeling on an emotional level and he was not doing super well with. And, you know, in talking with him, the only thing I could really say is the, it sucks, dude, right? Like, that's what I said, dude, it sucks. And I'm so sorry that you're feeling that. And I'm so sorry that that's happening. And I'm, and I, I really, I just, I don't have the right words to say, but all I know, son, is that we can only truly control how we respond to whatever situation or whatever thing is happening. The only thing that we can do is check ourselves and and look at the situation and go, this is how I'm going to respond. And it's okay if sometimes we lead with um, a negative emotion or sadness or anger or frustration. But I think it's what you do in the next few steps that can really change that. And trust me, I am speaking as much to myself as I'm trying to encourage anybody else. Because again, as I've just candidly said, those are things that I'm struggling with too. Because, you know, sometimes it just feels like the baggage is just adding up so much that you almost feel like you're crawling to the next level, you know, so definitely not here preaching, but also trying to practice and just share along the way what I've been going through. Um, so that is going to be my focus moving forward is just health. My my word for 2021 was nourish. Um, and although I feel like the word in itself has often gotten lost through this last 12 months, I also feel like I wasn't as focused on the word nourish as I was focused on the action of nourishing my soul, my spirit, my faith, my relationships, my mindset. And so whether or not you're somebody who has a a word of intent or if you are somebody who sets lofty goals you know, do whatever you feel is best for you. That's the moral of the story I'm telling you now and telling you in the future is that we all just need to realize that it doesn't matter what highlights are out there. It doesn't matter what perfectly polished posts are showing up. What matters is that we are staying in our own lane and evaluating ourselves on our own journeys and not getting too caught up with what other people are doing, saying, pushing, believing, or trying to almost brainwash others into feeling. So show up for yourself. And, you know, honestly, I feel like... That part, you know, showing up for yourself is really the hard stuff. You know, it's it's in when you don't want to do something. It's when you're not feeling super chipper and, and happy and wonderful that showing up for yourself is the most important time because once we get in a spiral of um, kind of kind of caving into those negativities, which does happen, you know, you start to almost realize you can't rely on yourself. And I hope that that makes sense to you. But I've talked about this a lot in my coaching, um, you know, over the last 20 years of coaching people, you know, people will ask, well, how do you stay accountable or motivated? And the truth is, and motivation is bullshit, you guys, motivation is absolutely this false advertisement for what people think that they need to qualify themselves to achieve things. And motivation is such a wavering emotion that you'll either have it one second or you won't. 
And I think learning to operate in life in general, no matter what you're showing up to do, whether that's in your career or that's with your family or that's with your faith, if you're showing up, even in the times that you're not motivated or feeling like doing whatever that is, you become to learn, you learn about yourself a little bit more. You learn that no matter how you're feeling, whatever that environment emotionally is for you, you can still be a reliable person to show up for yourself. And I think that's one of the most important things. And um, I know I'm kind of getting a little squirrely here. I'm literally just sitting in my office, staring outside at the pouring rain with my yard flooding. I'm drinking a wilderness athlete Superman right now. And I... I really just hope that that these if five people listen to this podcast episode and four people take away from that something good, I'm happy. And again, I'm not sitting here trying to preach to you these things or say, you know, you need to do better or say this is how is best for you to do it. I just hope that you find this as encouragement to move yourself into a little better place if you're struggling right now. I know it's incredibly hard. There is um, a lot of noise going on right now, and it can be really tricky to to break this mold and to kind of free yourself from these social expectations, this external pressure to be doing life a certain way. So to circle back on this, I am going to link in the show notes some of my favorite books that I have read over the last year. And this year, I've done a lot more reading than normal. I am somebody who um, does love to read, likes to have multiple books handy. But this year has been um, exponentially even more than that. So that has been something that's been really fun for me. And there have been a handful of really good books that you know, they I don't read the words on the pages and then all of a sudden things change, right? There's no magic wand. There's no, you know, absolutely from this point forward, everything's just going to be different because I read the encouragement or heard the words of somebody else. But I do think that when applied, when actions are taken on information that we're given that feel good to us, good things can happen. So hopefully, maybe if you're in one of these places not feeling super stellar right now, these books might be some encouragement for you. I would list them out here, but I think it would be a little bit more tangible for you to have a list. So please see the show notes um, on that. That is just in any of the podcast apps that you're listening in, you can click to see more or read more. They're all kind of um, listed a little bit differently, but under the episode is where you can see that. And um, some of them are faith-based books um, from incredible people like Joel Osteen and um, others are just bits and pieces like Atomic Habit Habits by James Clear. So you can get a little bit of everything from that. Um, but good things are coming in 2022. Good things are coming tomorrow. Good things are coming at noon today. Good things are coming at noon tomorrow. So it doesn't matter if you're listening to this now on Christmas Eve of 2021, or if you were listening to this at the start of the new year, new year, um, good things are coming your way. It's not just about manifesting. It's not just about embracing that positivity. It's about really just believing that good things can come because after a a long season where bad things kind of compile, where 
um, things out of our control start to feel overwhelming to us, it's hard to then believe that good things are coming. And that's what I want you to know that good things are coming. Yes, how you frame your mind. Yes, how you control your reaction to situations definitely does change, but good things are coming. So I don't want anybody to be overlooking that. And actually, I just, um, I think it was last week I listened to a podcast episode and since COVID, actually I, I should back way up and and much before COVID hit, um, I had removed myself from going to a physical church and I've just been um, doing church. I'm air quoting for those of you that obviously can't see me right now, but um, I've been showing up for um, sermons or podcasts, faith-based podcasts, um, which have really helped me feel a little bit more like I'm, I'm again, nourishing my faith and my soul and surrounding myself with those positive, positive things. And <clears throat> I won't go too too much into this, but um, Stephen Furtick, he's the pastor of Elevation Church, um, I believe in Raleigh, North Carolina. He's a, an amazing pastor. I really feel like he he does a great job. Um, the the overall vibe of the church is a little wild for me, but his message always touches me so deeply and amazingly that um, I can't help but tune back in every week. Um, and he is he's on podcast. Um, you can find the Elevation Church there if that's kind of your thing. But something that he was talking about is um, the, the, his, his message was something good is coming from this. And um, he started about the story talking about how he was kind of in this situation. He was assessing what was going on. And um, he started to say, um, something good will come from this. Um, and, and he was stopped in his tracks and he had to reframe to say, no, I'm not, I'm not just going to say something good will come from this. Cause that's almost a disbelief that it's, it is going to happen. So he reframed the will happen to is coming from this. Like, it is inevitable that this goodness, this positivity, this upgrade of life is coming. So something good is coming from this. And I really appreciated that because I feel like I'm somebody who works on a very similar level where I can I can be positive all day long. Yes, every you know, something good is going to happen or, you know, X, Y, or Z, but believing is a whole different level. So changing from, you know, even when you're setting goals, and instead of saying, I want to, you know, save $1,200, I will save $1,200. So believing it as if it has happened, not this hope that it will happen, if that makes sense. But if you uh, are into that kind of thing, you can definitely check out that episode. It was called Something Good Is Coming From This by Elevation Church. The pastor's name again is Stephen Furtick. Um, and they're absolutely amazing. But again, just showing up today for a short little, um, I don't know, I want to call it like Superman talk. I'm drinking this amazing drink, this vitamin drink. And um really just hopeful, hopeful. And I don't know what my word for 2022 will be, but I do know that whatever word I choose to post or talk about or share will be backed up by action. 
It's not just a fancy word. It's not something to just throw out there on social media. But whatever that focus, that intent for me or for you will be this year, my encouragement is that you follow it up with actions that will help you truly live into that intent and purpose. Um, I also want to um, just really show up right now and give you permission to change. Because what I'm going through personally and what I'm seeing from a lot of people is that there's this pivotal moment where we realize something needs to give. Whether, again, no matter what part of our lives it's in, once we have that realization that either we're not happy or we're not fulfilled or we're exhausted, you know, whatever is, is fueling that motivation, change can be really hard to embrace. And... I know for myself, um, and really for I'm, I'm no exception for for most people, change is really incredibly hard to do. Um, because one of the main reasons is we're creatures of habit. I mean, everything that we do and think is based around habit, just our brains are hardwired to make life easy. And so we get into this habit where we don't have to think too much, we don't have to use too much of our brain to to do life. And that is the same for change. So we're breaking those neural pathways of things that we're used to of a job that we're used to of a, you know, whatever that that normal is for us. And change is really hard, because not only are you feeling the physical and mental um, modifications, but you're also literally breaking the habits and those pathways that have been created over time, you have these grooves where, you know, that's just what you do. That's how you do it. That's what you do for work. That's how you do what you do for work. And breaking that is incredibly hard. And from the feedback I've been getting from friends, and, you know, those in my community, I know that a lot of people are in this in this, whether it's forced or it's chosen, there's this big change that's going on. And it's hard to do shifting gears is not something that's done easily. And, you know, even if somebody can get themselves to a place where they're like, okay, I'm ready for change, you know, getting the the next pieces, getting the next steps going can be really tricky and filled with a lot of doubt, filled with a lot of reservation and a lot of times some negative self-talk almost kind of pulling you back and going, no, you can't do that. No, you can't change. That'll be too hard. You might fail. You know, whatever that internal dialogue is for you, you know, those things can um, can be roadblocks to you actually taking things to the next level. So I want to give you permission to change, to give you permission to fumble your way through it. And that doesn't matter that I'm sitting here saying, yes, you know, Tony, you can do that. Yes, you know, whoever you can do that. My permission does not matter to you. Your permission should matter the most. But I want to start this conversation with you and go, whatever that thing is that you're waiting to do, do it, go for it, have at it just go crazy. Yes, you should take some logic. Yes, you should have hard actions that will get you there. But first and foremost, you really just need to give yourself the permission to make the shifts that are important to you, my friend, because life is so short. And thankfully, um, my fiance, Dustin, 
is like the yin to my yang because I am one of those individuals that lives for this, you know, life is short. Life, is, you know, nothing is promised. And I'm not somebody that's fueled by money. I'm somebody that's fueled by experiences. I'm somebody that's fueled by the energy and connection with other people. And he, on the other hand, is somebody who thinks of life in this bigger, more long-term you know, end game. And so it's nice to have that kind of um, that camaraderie and that that compilation where you can match yourself alongside somebody who's going to give you the power to think a little bit differently. Hopefully I'm showing up for you today and allowing you to have that difference of opinion or that permission to just go, okay, it is time I can make the shift, I can do the job change, I can go back to school, I can pursue that relationship. No matter what those things are, just be driven and rooted in what feels good for you. Because if you don't tell yourself what you want, somebody else is going to tell you what you want. That is the society, this digital era that we live in. So do what makes you happy, which leads me to this next thing that I want to actually read to you. <clears throat> And I appreciate and hope that not everybody's on social media, but earlier this week, I posted um, a, a, um, a, 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 why am I fumbling to say these words right now? I posted in my, on my page, her outdoor journey. And um, it came from something that's been rolling around in thought for me for a while. And although I really, truly do see a lot of positivity and benefit to social media, I also absolutely believe that technology to a, a big extent can be, has been um, a detriment to our connections with other people, to our mental health, to our outlook on life, to our acceptance of who we are. It changes our perception of self-love and it does have some very negative consequences um, to consuming or to being a part of it. <clears throat> With that said, I'm not here to say ditch social media. I'm not here to say, you know, it's all negative. Like I said, you can, can, you can use social media as a tool for good things, but it definitely um, is a huge part of our psychological processes and how we see our lives, how we see our friendships and relationships, and overall how we see the contentness of, of what we're doing and where we're at. So just to remind you, do what makes you happy. Um, you know, there's a lot of people trying to sell themselves or their services or their products online. There's a lot of people talking um, about other people's services, um, products, or whatever that, you know, there's a lot of opinions, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. There's a lot of bias um, is what I'm trying to say. Sometimes that comes from me. And I hope that that is never, you know, I, I'm going to be accountable to showing up and doing a better job at sharing, but not directing, if that makes sense. I don't want to ever persuade somebody for something or to go somewhere to do something or to buy something based on based on me pushing them towards it only by sharing my experiences. So I'm going to read this. This was a post for those of you who were not on social media this week or who are not on there. I applaud you. How about do whatever the hell makes you happy? It may ruffle some feathers, but I can't bite my tongue anymore. I've seen so much blatant and passive aggressive shaming and negativity floating around here lately. 
In normal times, I'd choose to ignore, but I can't help but speak up, especially as we move into the new year and the overload of advice people will begin to offer. I think one thing we can all agree on is that the last year and a half has created massive division. And to highlight the matter, our social online presence has opened the doors for a spewing of opinions, insights, highlights, and new norms. Not all of these are negative, but what I continue to see more and more is alarming and sad, especially in fitness, coaching, and wellness. This industry has exploded over the last decade and even more in the last few years. Some of it is a great thing, but a lot of it has only added to a fear of failure for consumers and lots of noise. Generally speaking, the endless barrage of people giving you advice on what's best for you, based primarily on their opinions and biases, have many of us drowning in doubt of the choices we make for ourselves. I see this across all industries. Am I doing it right? Am I doing enough? Is this the right choice? Should I buy this or that? Is this okay? On and on and on. We are all becoming increasingly paralyzed by the constant feed of information and opinion. Here you go. This is your permission to do whatever the hell makes you feel good. Searching for approval or validity from others will likely lead you to feeling more lost, confused, conflicted, and doubt-filled. If you're seeking a better version of you in the coming months, start within. Get to know yourself. Black out the distractions and comparison. Do what makes you feel good and don't let anyone else make you feel bad for whatever choice you make. Get rowdy, y'all. Much love and happy holidays. So that was a piece that I wrote in reflection to what I've been seeing, feeling, and hearing. And I'm going to just kind of um, summarize this right now and say, don't wait for other people to tell you what to do or how to do it. Don't doubt yourself when you think you know what you want, but it just goes against what somebody else is talking about or recommending or promoting. It doesn't matter if we're talking about the fitness industry, which has been my career for the last 20 years, so I'm familiar with it. It doesn't matter if we're talking about how to raise your family. In fact, I recently talked to a girlfriend of mine and I'm going to leave all details out of this conversation, but she had a friend that was close to her that just posted talking about marriage. <clears throat> and she was talking about the choice to stay with her husband, um, despite all of what they were dealing with, which was obviously between them. And the, the, the woman who posted this was talking about at all costs, choose your marriage, choose to stay together and, and, you know, really promoting this, you know, fixing relationships, which can be great, right? But to somebody reading that who has chosen for themselves something different, who's chosen divorce as what's best for them, it almost adds to this negative feeling or shame or guilt by the person reading it. And yes, it's okay to share what works for you, but I think it's important to remember, friends, as we move forward, that talking about what's best for us and pushing what's best for us on other people are different things. And one Again, we can only control how we respond to that situation, event, or recommendation, whatever the case is. But also, let's start changing the narrative on what we tell ourselves and other people. 
because what's best for me sure as hell might not be best for you and vice versa. And I don't want to be a part of the problem where I'm telling people that if they do X, Y, or Z, it's probably not going to work out. I don't want to be sitting here telling people that if they choose to do one fitness program, it's probably not going to work out because you know what, what is best for you is best for you. What is best for me? You got it best for me. So let's remember that as we move forward with a little bit of grace and a a solid perspective on how we're going to approach our friendships, how we're going to talk to our community and how we are going to show up for ourselves. I'm going to put the period right there. I'm going to turn the page and I'm going to say, I am wishing you all the very best Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year, whatever you celebrate, however you celebrate. I'm just sending you lots of love right now. This can be an incredibly hard time. It can be an emotional roller coaster for those who are going through um, trials and tribulations right now, those maybe who have lost a loved one or are spending this time alone. So move forward with grace, move forward with love for other people and keep on pushing. I appreciate you all so much. I know that you hear me they say that often, but I cannot tell you how much I truly, truly truly am privileged and honored to just be walking through this journey with you. So thank you so much for showing up. I'm excited. I'm really excited about moving forward with Soul Summit podcast in 2022. There are some good things coming. I'm really praying and hoping that I will not continue to be sick constantly so that when I show up, I have my full voice to give you guys my best. Much love. All right, I'll see you guys next time. Once again, thank you for tuning into the show. We hope that your cup is full and you're ready to embrace your untamable vibe. If you enjoyed the show, could you do us a favor? Help us grow our audience by sharing your favorite episode on social media, sending the episode to a friend and leaving us a review online. We love to hear from you. One more thing, be sure to press that subscribe button and never miss a weekly episode. See you next week.